Hey, what's up, guys? It's Big Cat. Before you start listening to this episode, I wanted to let you know that we're running a special sale on all Barstool merch. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. What it is! This is the Macho Man Randy Savage. And this is Hard Factor. And there is no one that does it better right now. Yeah, no. But he does it better. I ain't repeating myself. Go ahead and tell me something right now. Yeah, I'm living a nightmare. And I'm not a racist. And I'm always cheering. Oh, yeah. Episode of Hard Factor presented by the Barstool News Network. It is Monday, July 27th, 2020, and we have a packed show. We've got Big Cat on the show in a little bit. Uh, we've also got all the other major stories. A light, the return of the lightning round again. Uh, Whoa. And, yeah. I mean, hold on to your ass. That's a lot. <laughs> that's a lot of stuff for a Monday morning. And uh, Beave is doing his hair, but Beave, your internet issues continue at the Beaver Dam. What is going on? I don't really know. Here's what I do know. Tried to give myself a perm this weekend. A lot oh. harder than you think that it is to give yourself a perm. Here's why. <laughs> Apparently, I didn't know this. You go, you buy the perm kit. It doesn't say, hey, also make sure to buy curlers. I almost texted Mark's uh, wife because I know that she had a perm in the 80s uh, or the early 90s. In the 80s? How old do you think my wife is? <laughs> I think she got a perm when she was like seven. You know, Pat's into Pelosi. She was, he likes she was the older born ladies. in the yeah. she was born in the late eighties. Well, then she had a younger, perm in the early nineties. Yeah. <laughs> but apparently, you need all these curlers. That's what you need. But then, so I went to go buy the curlers. Curlers everywhere are sold out. There's been like a run. It's like a it's like a run on curlers in Austin, Texas. Because I guess well, everyone's trying to give themselves a perm after I was talking about it on air. Uh, that makes sense, though. I mean, if you're on lockdown, you don't want to perm it up. Well, I think the beef is a trendsetter too. We're, we don't we don't want to yeah. sell that short. So. No, no, it's the beef combo with quarantine. It's the perfect storm for for rollers uh, falling off the shelves. You know what I mean? It's going to happen this this yeah. week, though. Don't worry. Excellent. Excellent. Well, uh, first up, let's not beat around the bush. Let's talk about the Dave and Trump interview and get into the big cat uh, interview. And then Mark and Pat will take us through a lightning round of other headlines after that. But uh, top, top. Last Thursday morning, a tweet goes out saying, uh, I forget from who, but somebody connected to the Trump administration, saying that Barstool Sports is interviewing Trump in the Rose Garden. That happened Thursday morning. Nobody knew what was going on. Uh, Us, uh, anybody that we were asking in the company seemed to not know. A lot of people people thought it was us. Right. Yeah, that would have been cool. And to those people, thank you for believing we're more important than we are. Absolutely. We've got got some rollers to sell you. (laughs) We uh, Yeah, so we were recording Florida Man Friday, as always, on a Thursday. Uh, Sort of we're just feeling our own Florida Man Friday vibes and and just kind of checking in, seeing, like, is this real? Is it not? We didn't hear anything by the time we recorded, so we didn't include it on Friday's show. Uh, But then after uh, we dropped the podcast right before we did, all of a sudden uh, pictures of Dave and Trump start to trickle out, and it's a full-on Internet shitstorm of, you know, just like only that those two could produce Trump and uh, Dave Portnoy. And so on a Friday, on a Thursday night, that was a Thursday, a Thursday night. Oh yeah, Thursday. That's right. Yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah. and so everybody knew that the, the interview was coming. 
And so the next day, uh, Big Cat, who is going to talk to us in a couple of minutes, he uh, went on the yak on, on Barstool Radio and aired some frustrations about not get, being given a heads up about an interview that has such a big implication on the company as one of the partners, uh, you know, the leadership partners of the company. Um, so, you know, we're, we're going to talk to him and he, which makes some, sense, right? Well, that, 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 all those parts, you know, like big cat, you know, very important person in Barstool has been for quite some time is now even more important after the deal and everything. Um, very influential. And the part that we had a problem with is with his influence. He mentioned some things about maybe politics, Aren't really the thing. Stick that to should sports. Be a bar stool. Big, yeah. big, big Cat wishes we could stick to sports a little bit more, but I think as a company, as an internet publisher, we've grown a little bit beyond that, and now politicians well, we were hired, are seeking us out. Yeah, we were literally hired to do a news for us show. individually. I, I think, yes, yeah, right. That's There's how, right, right. And I don't think, obviously, you'll hear the interview. I don't think he. We knew he didn't mean anything negative towards us by it, but just that type of statement from someone as influential as Big Cat, and it's a. Uh, well, you can get him on your show because that's that's what happens after that type of conversation, right? Yeah, good excuse to have him on. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I wasn't personally mad about it, but but you understand that it puts us in a tough position. But I think Big Cat explains it well. Uh, right. Yeah. I mean, like the great thing about Barstool is I wasn't personally mad about it because literally no one ever tells us anything in terms of whether we're doing a good job, bad job, or what we should be doing. That's the nature of Barstool. You can literally do whatever the fuck you want, whenever the fuck you want. Right. And 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 it's interesting. It's like it's a blessing and a curse. It's a, it's a blessing in that you're of total freedom. And it's a curse in some respects because sometimes you're like, hey, I'm, I'm piloting my own ship. And you hope you're piloting it the right way. Sure, Pat. But you're also then you're not looking at the bigger picture. Like, obviously, we're a bipartisan comedy first news and politics show. But what I what, what I'm thinking here is like. The the com the average stoolie that will listen to anything you know Big Cat says, and connotates hard factor as a political show, whether that's right or wrong, won't give you the time of day when comments like that are made. That's the whole point. They won't listen to your show. Yeah, I agree. Yes. But I also, you know, I love to um, start from a, a position, a handicap, and then and then uh -huh. make you run you so, down. So, you so five hundred shows, right? shows later, two two years in, you're still still wanting that challenge i just like to, i like you yeah. to hate me first <laughs> <laughs> and well, i just like to show up on the weekends yeah. with a sixer and a pizza and say hey you thought i wasn't you thought i thought that you hated me or i knew that well, you sure. hated me but i don't care let's have pizza and beer together what's up and then before you yeah. know it that keeps that keeps you employed um should we play the interview uh well yeah we we will oh. in just one second so the okay. interview came out uh right after big cat came and uh gave his thoughts on the yak and it was about what you'd expect. Uh, Dave and Trump sat down. Uh, Dave made sure to clarify that he's a non-political person personally. Uh, tried to get Trump to concede a little bit on the kneeling during the anthem protests, which he thinks are better than, um, you know, violent protests in the street. And Trump won't concede any on that in the interview. Uh, they Then they mutually trashed Roger Goodell, which was probably, I'd say, like the bulk of the time, really. Uh, Dave did get... Trump to admit that uh, he wishes he could take back some tweets, which was a really uh, cool moment. And then the interview ended with them prank calling Mike Portnoy Esquire, Dave's dad, because he's not a Trump fan. All in all, I thought it was a pretty good interview, um, but it does come as the election season is heating up a campaign season. Um, and none, nobody's had Joe Biden on yet is maybe maybe he'll do a pizza review with Dave. Maybe not. We'll see. Uh, who knows if any of that's going to change, but let's talk to Big Cat about it. Oh, yeah. 
Big Cat, thanks for taking the time to come on Hard Factor. Saw that you had some PLL, PLL ownership responsibilities you had to deal with right beforehand. Uh, you know, tough loss with the water dog. Sorry about that. Yeah, I jinxed it at halftime. I said, is it always this easy? Do we always win games like this? So, of course, I think they didn't score the last 18 minutes. Whatever. I, I'm oh, over. No. I want to fire the coach. It's over. Can yeah. you do that? I you think guys are so. Owners, right? I called yeah. for his head. I called for his head on part of my take. So, yeah, maybe. <laughs> When nice. he responded to that, that's that's tough for that guy. Yeah, first day, first game. I mean, you can't you can't lose a game like that. So I, you know, I, I'm particularly fine being, one that the owners have money on. Yeah, I'm fine being the knee jerk reaction owner, being like, gotta fire everyone. Yeah, <laughs> I'm with you. It's an ownership team that demands results. Yeah. So, um, but you know why you're here. All right. Last week, uh, Dave interviewed President Trump, and you are a key partner in the Penn Barstool deal, and you did not know in advance that that interview is going down. You talked a little bit on the yak, airing a little bit of those grievances on Friday and talked a little bit about how you wish that as a company, we could stick to sports more, but maybe we've outgrown that as a publisher. And now, you know, for us, for hard factor, we're hired as a news and politics podcast. So I guess we're trying to figure out sort of the same kind of stuff you're grappling with. How do we fit in, you know, in an environment where people are trying to stick to sports, but we've gotten too big for that. And, uh, you know, just your thoughts on that. Are you cool with us? Yeah. Is there- <laughs> yes, I'm cool with you guys. I, I, cool, and I, I realized afterwards. So I, I collected my thoughts before on the yak. Uh, and I told myself if I can if I can keep it to five or six minutes, I'll be good. And mm-hmm. I looked up and I was like, fuck, I've been talking for 10 minutes. That means that there will be a million people who poke holes in a million things I say. And I was uh, I've just been getting shit on all weekend, which is fine. I don't care. I mean, it's part of the business. And honestly, like maybe three or four years ago, I would have cared. I would have been responding to people all weekend, but it's like, it is what it is. I pissed off people on the left, people on the right, you know, which means I probably sure. said something. Welcome correct. to our world. Right. Yeah. Right. So, you, you know, you're on the right track if you're doing that. Right. Though. Right. Right. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, people were calling me a puss pussies and then uh, people on the left were calling me like, like, you know, a MAGA guy. And it's like, okay, that's cool. Like if you know me, um, I'm, I am truly apolitical in that I, I don't, I don't really uh, I like to listen to people talk about politics like you guys, but I don't like to talk about it myself because I kind of think everyone's full of shit and I kind of hate everyone. Um, But that's that's long winded. Um, Yeah, I I think you guys do a great thing. What my overarching point was, and I probably didn't articulate it correctly, is that um, like what we've always done is comedy in politics, how it relates to, to politics like you know, I, I had a lot of whataboutism going on in my mentions. You know, we used to sell Make America Great hats in 2015. There's a, I did a video with Foul Ball Guy. I'm wearing one. So everyone was like, gotcha. You're wearing the hat. It's like, dude, listen, if you remember 2015, it, no one was taking it seriously. It's a weird it's time. satirical coverage, yeah. right? Everyone and, thought it was yeah. a joke. Everyone thought it was a sideshow. Um, and I mean, that was probably six months before he went on SNL hosted SNL. So it's like, you can't, Mm -hmm. you can't tell me that's not, that's the same thing, but, and and I am not a perfect person. I'm, I'm sure I've been a hypocrite many, many times. My overarching point was when we do talk politics, it's usually in the lens of humor and this, and also Dave and I never really got into politics. And that was the kind of the bigger point. I, I you know, when, when Dave and I say something, or mostly Dave, not really me, but when Dave says something, that's kind of where Barstool stands. So he's yeah. never really gotten into politics fully. And that's always been nice because it's been the guiding light of 
We're comedy first. We're not going to, you know, be doing anything for either side, for either candidate. Yeah, he goes on TV, but it's TV. Like, that has always been the path we've gone on. I, right. I honestly, I wouldn't have told Dave. I, w- I would have obviously been, if David called me on Wednesday before he went to the White House, I would, my initial reaction been like, I don't, I don't know if this is the best idea, but I, I would have eventually been like, you know what, you have to do it. Because I do understand right. you have to do it. Like, I don't really have a problem with doing it. My, my problem has been and, and was, and, and I'm not going to retract what I said on Friday, is that it, uh, uh, an election year, a president uh, looking for a platform to, you know, make him, you know, boost him out there. They can, you know, run his ad, right. whatever it may be. That Campaign just feels, yeah. that feels different than comedically talking about politics. So that right. was my point. That's where I disagreed. Um, but again, Dave can do whatever he wants. The, the other part was just more like, hey, uh, even a heads up would have been nice. And of course, now I have mentions are filled with every time I tweet people saying, did you clear this with Dave? That's not the point. I know Dave, <laughs> Dave can do whatever the fuck he wants. But did you? This was time? more of a as as, <laughs> you know, if you want me to be a partner like we signed six months ago, a heads up or maybe even a little bit of a discussion would have been great. But yeah, right. I think um, from a comedic standpoint, which you guys do, uh, and you know, Zero Block Thirty does it, it interviews people in government all the time. But they, you know, they have interviewed people from both sides. They've been very, I, I would say, for the most part, very down the middle. And and you know, that's an informative podcast. And I get it. There's going to be politics that bleed into Barstool. It's impossible. My point was more from the me and Dave. You know, like, when that happens, it's a tone right. setter at the top, and that's how it changes things. So um, I, I, I'm i sure you guys will have to deal with shit, and I apologize for that, of, like, people being like, I thought there were no politics in Barstool. Clearly, the world is not perfect. And I, I, I it, what I said was was going to be taken that way. And, and if you know me and you know me for a long time, you know that I, I'm never speaking in, like, black and white here. So – um, you guys yeah. do a great no, job. I mean, and I hope you keep doing it. Well, I'm happy you want to do the that. podcast, Mark. You got questions along those lines. Well, so. just I'm just saying, what happens here is we we got your attention. We were able to reel you in because of this, and now any of the damage you did from the act will be uh, tenfold when you have to retweet this tomorrow that you're on Hard mm-hmm. Factor. Yeah, you see mm-hmm. what we did there, and and you should check out the Hard Factor podcast. So it was all really for us to get you to do that one retweet. And and now I think we're good. So we know I, that I you mean, have I guilt. Selfishly, we know yeah. that. So yeah, no, I <laughs> I, I, I spent yeah all weekend. Uh, you know, I was trending on Friday, which sucks because it was just Oof. like every time I'd refresh my mentions, it'd be fifteen people calling me a pussy and and not <laughs> understanding my point. But that's also again, you can't win arguments on Twitter. You can't win right. arguments online. Hey, hey, big cat, I I got a question for yeah. you about. You know, you're talking about how you don't want to appear to be, you know, picking sides or something or giving a boost to a campaign uh, when you're just a media outlet and you're supposed to be sort of apolitical. Do you think, though, that sometimes the sides seek us out? Like, I know I know that like you had had mentioned uh, the the Biden campaign Mm -hmm. reached out to you guys, PMT. Well, we have a hard time getting Dems, but Republicans reach out to us all the time. I feel like sometimes how you were talking about how we all feel like all sides kind of try to use us as pawns. I feel like they may have sought Dave out or, you know, the people who are in charge of that campaign may have said, Hey, this is a guy that resonates with your audience. Let's try to get it. Just like, you know, the Biden campaigns looking at PMT in the same way. And I mean, sometimes I think that for the listeners, they might not realize that, that we're, 
you know. Yeah. Yeah. No, it happens. I mean, it happens in sports interviews. There's obviously interviews that we do where someone's, you know, pitching something and that's just kind of the, the nature of the business. I just think politics are obviously a lot more serious uh, than sports. Mm. And there's a lot at stake. This, this country is kind of all, you know, there's a lot going on right now. And so I think, uh, you know, when I was at, when we were asked, when someone approached me, it was like, would you want Biden on? I, I said no immediately because I was like, I do not, I do not right. want go to have anyone think that I'm, I'm telling you what to think. Like, I don't want to tell anyone what to think. They come to me to laugh. They come to me to fuck around. They don't come right. for me to preach at them and tell them how they should think. And so I'm not someone who, again, like, I don't, I, I, the, the world is so fucking polarized and stupid at this point. I'm not one of those people who's like, if you vote for Donald Trump, you're a racist and, you know, stop. And like all that stupid tweets, like, there is so much nuance in the world. There's so much going on right now that mm-hmm. I just think our job first and foremost is to make people laugh and not let anyone use our platform uh, to push one side or the other. And sure. That's yeah, a great I point, Big Cat, because I think what, what they did, what Fauci did, for example, right? Like it's Fauci coming to you guys is clearly using your platform for the good because it's public health. You know, it's like Fauci saying, OK, I'm sure someone on the Fauci, can't, Fauci team or the public health team said, OK, what, who can we go to that's going to reach? a large audience of people that otherwise might not be paying attention to what, what, what we need to tell America. Right. So it's like, you saw that with Fauci and you did the right thing, having the guy on, but it's also scary in that respect because you could see how Biden's campaign or Trump's campaign would want the same thing and have very different motivation. Right. Right. Because yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. And the Fauci thing is so funny because I had, that was the other gripe people saying that, well, you had Fauci on and I can't help you if you think that was political. That was, yeah. A week he into the under pandemic. several administrations. Yeah. yeah. And that and that actually speaks to what our world has become is that everything is political now. But we were a week into the pandemic. He was giving us tips on what we should and shouldn't be scared of. And that if that's politics to you, I can't help you because I I, I think you can I think most people can trust where I'm gonna, you know, steer my personal ship in terms of content, and it's not gonna be into a political form. Yes. I will say you got a little bit of a taste of our world this weekend with the with the feedback of, you know, you're too far. (laughs) That is like and we know we're doing a good job when we get hate from both sides because we try to, you know, we're we're bipartisan. We try to take it comedy first. So we get shit on from both sides. But when you do Uh, satirical coverage, though, you you can't help but be in that world at the same time. Correct. And and the only the only time I almost responded to someone was. Um, and again, I really don't, I do not like pay attention to politics. I listen to podcasts. Like I, I like to listen to it, but I, I just don't engage in it. The Federalist, mm-hmm. which I didn't, I didn't know what, you know, side they are. Obviously now I do, uh, <laughs> called me a man baby. And I wanted to reply and be like, just call me a pussy or a bitch, dude. You're such a fucking dork. Who says man baby? That's like all <laughs> I wanted to reply. Baby. Like, I just want to be like, you're such a loser for calling me a man baby. But I, I have no problem. People can disagree with me. People can tell me that uh, I have no right to, to say what I said on Friday. That's fine. I, I think the one lost thing that we have here is that people can't like disagree uh, civilly anymore. And I, I, I will right. always just agree with people civilly. Like, well, if someone, the, I, the people I, of the Federalists probably yeah. came their pants when they saw David yeah. and Trump sitting together. So I, I mean, that's why they're calling you a man baby from the main account. Yeah. So. But people are, people are <laughs> tweeting at me, you know, I've, I've talked to people in DMS that are telling me that like, you know, I'm being a hypocrite and I'll, I'll hear anyone out and I'll explain my side. And if they think what, you know, some people said they're never going to listen to pardon my take again, because Trump went on with, with Dave. Some people said, uh, you know, you're a, you're a bitch for ever questioning Dave. And it's like, 
guess what? I, I'll listen to everyone. It's fine. We can disagree. I'm not going to take back anything I said. And I also am going to move on because I really don't. Yeah. That's the other thing. It's like, I don't, I'm do. I, I, I want to come on with you guys. Cause I do think that I kind of put you guys in a weird spot, but like people who are going to listen to part of my take tomorrow, like we didn't talk about it. Like I'll maybe talk about it for like five minutes at the top of the act. I'm on, like I moved on. Dave and I made up. We're, we're on the next play. Yeah. Like it's not a lunch game. Yeah. It's, it's, it's crazy. Like I, and I understand it was obviously weird for people to see me speak like that on Friday. Cause that's not, that's kind of out of character to get that serious, but mm. I'm a next play guy. Like, and that's through years of doing this where it's like, it doesn't linger. I was, if you look at my Twitter, I wasn't replying to people this weekend. I was fucking gambling on baseball, watching the Cubs, hanging out with my son. Like it was, we're on. We're on to the next play. It's fine. So, tweet, so it's are fine. we, Big Cat? We're uh, we're we're che- we're chestnut checkers at this podcast, and that's why we're going to find another way to make yes. you feel guilty in six weeks and yes. get another retweet out. Right. So we'll we're, keep fishing yeah. for retweets. That's we about got it, this though. one, yep. and then we're going to find another one. Yep. Yes. And I also just I'll leave with this. I I totally fucked myself over being like no politics in a fucking election year. Like way to go. I had that moment right. on Friday, and I was like, you fucking idiot. Well, you said that, and then like our our directive is literally like go get as many political interviews as possible. So it's just like, oh shit! God damn it! Well, yeah, we I'm got real drunk on that. Friday, big cut. No, we got okay. real drunk. It's all good. We were feeling, we were feeling so good until the act came on on Friday. Yeah, <laughs> give me my stamp of approval. Listen to the hard factor. They're funny. They're they're Thank they're uh, right down the middle, and they're making fun of all of it, which I love. There nice. we go. That's the clip. You, so cat. you just cut my little part. I was talking over him out. We got an individual that, clip from Big that's Cat. That's all that we, we really play. needed. Yeah. That, that's the endorsement. There it is. Also, one oh, thing. The oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead, Big Cat. Yeah, go oh, ahead. Oh, I was going to say the – the um, now now you guys are really tricking me into t- talking politics, but I'm sure you talked it on your show today, the uh, George Carlin ad that, or, that they did for basically saying, like, they want to keep you – asleep because that's the american dream do you guys see that no 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 no, explain it it. explain it what are your thoughts well no i'll tell you my thoughts it's so funny to me because i watched that ad and i was like you guys does anyone think anything's gonna change if if it goes from republican to democrat nothing it's just a shift of what suits in power and that's how i always think everyone's fucking full of shit 100 percent. yeah you're absolutely right big cat you are absolutely right we need to burn the system down to the ground or we'll have no changes they they all they just want control man i mean that's why they're coming easy to make fun of though to to go for for interviews i mean lots of content for us easy to make fun of ask the media business all right one more thing though big cat before uh you leave settle a bet how many bounces to the front of home plate was fauci's pitch one or two bounces oh shit i didn't even see i didn't even count the bounces Oh, we have a uh-oh. big bet on this. Hold on. We don't have, it's not. It's a. It's a. It's a tiny bet. But, well, but one. Pride is on it's the important. Line. One. One. There Woo! it is. There it is. I just looked. That was I watched once, and I. It's one. It's there settled. we go. There we go. One bounce. Big cat. Uh, Thanks thank for you coming very on. Much for coming on. Yes. Man. Appreciate it. Thank you guys. Appreciate it. Oh yeah. All right. Uh, on to the next one. Like Big Cat was saying, but before we move on completely. That interview was brought to you by our sponsor, predictit.org slash promo slash hard factor 20. Go there to get your first 20 bucks matched in the stock market of politics and consume your politics in the most fun way possible by gambling on it. So uh, the market I wanted to mention today was vice president. I'm seeing everybody saying that Kamala is going to be officially selected. She's at 42 cents right now to buy. That's still better than a double up. I'm thinking that's what the play right now. What do you guys think? Who's saying that? Who's saying that? I see headlines saying Kamala to be announced. You see from got, whom? From different outlets. 
from different. I scroll. I don't really. I question from, uh, anything. I just read headlines and then scroll. From Rainbow Jeremy is telling him to buy. Um, <laughs> I got I got Susan Rice dog. Susan you got Rice Susan Rice? Rice? I don't yeah, know. I got what, Susan well, Rice. what's what's the what's the thought process behind that? Kamala's been the favorite the whole time. Kamala's a a cop. Okay. I got Val right. Demings, and I'll tell that's, you that's why. It. Oh, uh, also also a cop. Because after yeah, my true. Klobuchar, I made my money on Klobuchar back in the day because I kicked this market off. I don't know if you guys remember. I saw the Klobuchar star rising and uh-huh. then it burned out too soon. Uh, I stayed off this market for a while. And then when I got back in it, when it was really electric, Val Demings was the only person who I could put my $22 that I had in my account towards. And <laughs> if she wins, have a serious bang for my buck. So I'm a Demings guy. I'm in at 263 shares at seven cents. Yeah, let me just be clear. I have no problems uh, with you know nonviolent uh, police officers. I just think when you hear my first lightning round story, I don't think a cop's going to be. You don't. Lucky. You don't think either of them. No. Well, if you know what what you if you if you think you know who's going to be selected for VP, I think it's Kamala. Mark thinks it's Susan Rice. Pat thinks it's uh, Val Demings or Bottoms. Go. I like Bottoms as the underdog. Come on, Bottoms. She still got COVID though. I, we'll see how the COVID, <laughs> the COVID. Like, a, like a phoenix from the ashes. Bottoms right. is fall, I, she's fallen off the whole list, bro. She's, she's two Hillary cents. Clinton. She's two cents. She's out. She's out. Uh, but maybe, I don't know, maybe, probably not. I think it's one of those three that we just talked about. Anyways, go to predictit.org slash promo slash hard factor 20 to get your first 20 bucks matched. Boys, take us to the lightning round. You've been on the edge of a lightning bolt, and I do not apologize for that. Oh, yeah. All right, like I hinted at, first up in lightning round is a lightning round of stuff that happened in major cities where protests are still going on this weekend, and it's a fun one, so I'm just going to like rattle it off, no jokes. Uh, in Seattle, officers declared the protesting as riots and then used stun gun grenades and pepper spray, and at least 45 people were arrested. A group set fire to the construction site for a youth detention facility, so no juvie there, and smashed courthouse and nearby businesses' windows in. Uh, sounded like a lot of fun in Seattle this weekend. In Austin, Texas, yeah. I heard they were taking the Chaz back, too. Yeah, Seattle and Portland. Real bad. Gotta Uh, love the uh, burning down of a juvie, though. That's fucking awesome. Because hard buildings burn down, too, usually. Hopefully it was like uh, underage protesters that would have gone there for burning it down, but they burned it down, so there's nowhere to put them. Uh, In Austin, Texas, Garrett Foster was participating in a Black Lives Matter protest when he was shot to death by someone in a car that allegedly drove into a group of protesters. And when the group went to confront the driver, uh, he opened fire on them and killed Garrett Foster. Oh, yeah, Austin, Texas, right, right here. Uh, in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 60-year-old Burnell Trammell was shot to death in front of his business. Trammell is uh, famous locally for his avid support for Donald Trump, and he has a bunch of like handmade pro-Trump signs out in front of his business. So investigators are looking into if that was part of the motive. He got murdered. Uh, what else in this lightning round of shit? Uh, in Portland, federal officers fired tear gas to disperse a large crowd of protesters. Some were armed with hammers. Fun protesting little trick there. You, you bring a hammer. That's great. Uh, who had gathered outside a courthouse and were throwing projectiles, assumedly, uh, including the hammers. Uh, in Aurora, hammer Colorado. A, that's a tough. That's a tough weapon, bro. Because like no, to execute shit. it is is some ham to hand hammering. That's Could, not for the faint like of the, heart. The scene and what is it? Um, uh, the raid is that the hammer scene or is that uh, old boy? 
I old don't, boy. I don't recall. Old boy hammer scene. There's a hammer scene in Old Boy that's incredible, I think. And then um, you don't also, want to get uh, hit with the hammer. I mean, that's, the, a, that's a unless tough unless you're a nail at people. Well, yeah, unless you're a nail. And then the bad guy in um in uh, the Mario Brothers, the guy with the helmet that threw hammers, one of the toughest uh, bad guys in Portland. He was. Uh, well, so they, were, they were twins, Mark. He, it was the him brothers. And his twin brother, yeah. Were they the the turtles in the sky? The hammer brothers. The hammer, hammer brothers. Bros? Yeah, come on. In a, uh, all right, in Aurora, uh, in Aurora, Colorado, someone drove a car to a group of protesters. No serious injuries were reported. Seventy five people were arrested in Omaha, Nebraska, over protests for James Skurlock, who was a twenty two year old black man who was shot to death by a white bar owner in in May. Oh, and there's the secret federal police in a ton of cities now. So, lightning round. Sat all around on that one. Yeah. Yeah. You guys remember the MAGA kid who was an anti-abortion rally in Washington, D.C., and, quote, stood motion and motionless and calm to defuse the situation in the face of a Native American elder who was beating his drum while black Hebrew Israelites yelled racist things? Yeah, remember. the guy with the, the yeah. smirk, yeah. Yeah, anyway, Power, his name is smirk Nick powered by milk. <laughs> yes, exactly. One of the whitest guys ever. His name is Nick Sandman, and he is now rich as fuck. Because Washington Post settled with him. Now, popular country belief he did not get a settlement of two hundred fifty million, which is what he was asking what? for, and would have been a little bit too much. But the sand Holy man shit. did in fact settle for some undisclosed amount with the post and also CNN separately for uh purportedly misreporting his involvement millions. in the situation. Sandman's yep. got millions now. Yep, Sandman's gonna be pretty popular at his first year, whatever white college he's going to all right unique smith well how do we want to, we want to trade back and forth mark what do we want to do here yeah yeah why are you are you already done yours because you your doing? lightning round was like 14 paragraphs so i don't so, but that was also one topic did you have another topic yeah yeah no yeah i have two more they're short okay, okay, so, so okay mark i'm up all right <laughs> all right you uh, might want to listen up to this one will the pentagon program that investigates unidentified flying objects the unidentified aerial phenomenon task force mm. is expected to be forced to release some of its findings on ufos and aliens soon uh, once congress passes the intelligence authorization act the ufo task force and the dni in accordance with the Se secretary of defense and some other people will have 180 days to release their findings for ufo stuff i guess yes uh, and that's so, awesome like, Do we yeah, go no ahead. matter who's the president, they got to release it. Yeah, within six months of this act passing. Yeah. And why do we have to wait? Because head of the DNI, uh, former head of the DNI, Rick Grinnell was on the show, and he pretty much hinted at the alien life. We almost got him to admit it. Why don't we just have him on again before we have to wait six months? But anyways, um, yeah, they're going to have to tell us everything they know, and I'm sure they will. And it will be completely honest and everything that they know, and, and they won't hold anything Look, back. I'm sure. I, yeah. Go ahead. Pat Smith. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, 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 wait. I got something on the aliens before we move on. All right. Like, so the aliens, though, I, I don't I don't think it's going to be completely honest from the Pentagon. But at least if you could see that there's like pictures of UFO parts and stuff, I mean, that would be pretty good. I mean, wishful thinking. Maybe, yeah, and maybe Kislein Maxwell will get everyone's name down, too. Could be great. Could so be, what do you think is all... coming in six months, then? I mean, nothing, nothing like puff pieces, like creeping death. Unique Smith, 27 of Stone Mountain, Georgia, was arrested July 18th. Guys, she faces misdemeanor charges of carrying a concealed weapon and marijuana possession. What makes this story a little bit different is the where the weed and the firearms were both found in her baby's diaper diaper bag by a security guard as unique and her fam tried to enter Disney's Epcot Center. Oh, mm. shit. <laughs> tough to tough to get out of that one, Mark. 
lightning. Uh, my last one's a story I'm sure that is familiar to lots of people out there. Uh, if they're anything like us, like, have you guys ever made a deal with a friend or a group of friends? Like if I win the $500 million lottery, I'm going to give you half of it or everyone gets a million dollars in the house in the compound I'm going to build. If we're not married by the time we're 35, we'll find each other and get married. One of those deals. Will, the always pro- Will the you said, always you, said you would never fuck. That's fucked up. <laughs> All right. That's fucked Ooh, up, Will. That is fucked just up, under, Just under the radar. Yeah, I mean, I think at this point, I'm going to have to give You're away most of my tell. lottery winnings. Um, if I, I got to stop making those type of deals, which is exactly what Tom Cook and Joseph Feeney did when they shook hands in 1992 and promised that if either one of them won the Powerball jackpot, they would split the money. 28 years later, and Cook won almost a million for each year lost uh, by winning $22 million on a Powerball ticket he bought at a Synergy Cooperative in Menno... Money, Wisconsin. Minimo- uh, when now Co- he's in the Menomone. Am I right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, when Cook called Feeney to tell him the good news, Feeney said, who is this? Oh, right. The lottery thing we promised that I totally would have honored. Right. Yeah. yeah. See, I, that's what I was thinking with like the marriage thing. Pat, I had done one of those that didn't ever uh, come through. Does the beef have one lined up for this year? Will, that's what I was saying about you and me when we were 35, that you're married already, and then you put it out, you put on blast for everyone, and I, I was really hoping you'd divorce your wife in the next three years. Sorry, well, I forgot year. I had one with you. I had multiple. I had multiple. This one's as the beef. Let me read you guys a quote. I will beat Joe Biden off. Who do you think said that? If you think it's his potential competitor in the presidential race, you'd be right, and I'd be turned on. Because Jesus <laughs> tweeted over the weekend, I will beat Joe Biden off in write-ins. Uh, uh, yeah. Do, 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 do. Let me check on the rest of the Yeezus campaign. On Monday, he successfully submitted 2,500 required signatures to get on the ballot in Illinois. However, the uh, signatures can be challenged uh, easily and in total 13 different illinois residents requested west petition for review as of thursday morning mark wait so illinois people think he's writing fake names <laughs> he turned in 3200 names uh, which is really state. low Really? So low. why are people why are people challenging that? Because you can challenge it? it. I don't know. So people. But what are... do you challenge? Like they have to like verify that all thirty two hundred people wanted to sign for Kanye and are alive. Probably like, like, pet, that. Pet that's, cats and stuff. That's Dude, 100% you can only get thirty thirty two hundred signatures in Chicago, and that's his home state. Yeah, there were rumors gonna, that he was he's like going to beat him off for the signatures too. <laughs> he's going to beat them right off. Come on, Pat. Pat, that's the end of the show. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening to Hard Factor. Thanks, Big Cat, for coming on today. Mm. Uh, hey, if you don't, give us a follow on social media. I'm at Hard Factor Pat. We got at Hard Factor Will. We got at Hard Factor Mark on this show. We got at Hard Factor News as our main handle. Give us a follow on the tweets and the Instagrams. If you haven't already, and if you're joining this show because Mr. Cat came on, it's nice to have you. Uh, do do yeah. yourself a favor and subscribe. Click the subscribe button on Apple Podcasts or the follow button on Spotify. You will not be disappointed. We will get you the news you need to know yeah. for the day. So you are barely We're big informed. cat approved now. So big cat approved. Big Huge. cat approved. Huge for us. Uh, yeah. Thanks for listening, guys. And most importantly, this is really important. You go and have yourself a great fucking day. See you later. Yeah. Ready to rumble. Way on the street, some heads are gonna tumble. Play 